up everybody, Adam Kramer here with the Game Day, ready to do a little stock up, stock down, stock to watch after week 13. It was weird, it was poorly played at times, there was some brilliance in there, there was some good, there was some real bad. We're going to talk about all of it, and some of it actually very near and dear to me and my fandom. Okay, stock up, tanking, looking for the right word, because tanking does not just suffice. It is high drama, high stakes tanking, and it was the story of week 13. There was no bigger story in week 13, and if you're around uh, Twitter or social media on Sunday, the biggest stories were the Jets and the Jaguars. And let's, let's set a little backdrop. Now, I am a Jets fan, okay? I am a Jets fan, so I was emotionally invested in what was transpiring on Sunday, and I was not liking it because the Jets were playing well, and I know that's pathetic. It's very, very sad. The Jets, 0-11, they're going to beat the Raiders. They stop them on a drive. They're going to beat them, right? They get the Raiders. You know, they're gonna, Raiders are going to get the ball back. You're going to get a goofy play. Game's going to end. They hit a Hail Mary. Derek Carr hits Henry Ruggs, who there's no coverage. They're, they're blitzing for some reason. Henry Ruggs is open. You've got a, a corner on him that can't keep up, and most can't, and he scores with like five seconds left. The Jets lose 31-28 to keep the tank, and more specifically, the path to uh, Trevor Lawrence intact. Now, a few things. Greg Williams is going to get a statue for this. It's one of the worst defensive calls in the history of football. You've got players calling him out. You've got pretty much the entire internet calling him out. You have Jets fans wanting to hug and embrace this man for his terrible, terrible blitzing call when you should just have some safeties back there. Um, but that's really, really bad, right? So I'm, I've got mixed emotions here. Jaguars fans thought this was their shot, right? This was their shot at Trevor Lawrence. They have one win. That came early in the week, uh, early in the year, for week one against Indy. This was their chance to get after it. Of course, the Jaguars then end up in overtime with the Vikings, had a chance to win on a kick in overtime, missed it. Mike Glennon throws a terrible interception. The Vikings charge down the field. Jaguars end up losing. So what felt like the Jaguars getting Trevor Lawrence, excuse me, yes, Jaguars getting Trevor Lawrence, and then maybe the Jets getting Trevor Lawrence and having a cushion of a game since the Jaguars have uh, uh, one win and the Jets have zero, we basically held serve. But the drama and the stakes, because everyone is so high on Trevor Lawrence, it's off the charts. Spectacular entertainment. My wife walked in, and I'm celebrating the Jets' loss. I'm running around my basement. She looked at me like I was out of my mind. I get it. It's not. I'm not happy about this. Fascinating to see what happens. By the way, the remaining schedule, so you know, probably in the Jets' favor. Jets play at Seattle. Seattle lose to the Giants, but still, that's not going to go well. At Rams, definitely not going to go well. The Browns playing great. More on Mayfield here in a moment. And at New England who suddenly looks really good. Jags play the Titans, at Ravens, Bears, Colts. Pretty much the only two teams left to tank. Bengals, 2-9-1. This is a two-horse race for Trevor Lawrence. Jaguars thought they were back in. Jets just knew how to fail harder, and, and that's a team that just is an expert level of sucking right now, and they did. Unbelievable drama. Can't wait to see more of it unfold. Stock down. The Bears. So while I'm a New York Jets fan, I live in Chicago. The vibe surrounding the Bears right now is just brutal. They opened the season 5-1. They've now lost six straight games after losing to the Lions. They are 5-7. 
They led by 10 against the Lions with 11 minutes left. They led by 10. They led pretty much the entire game, except for like the last minute and 20 seconds. Mitch Trubisky with a fumble. Allen Robbins had had a bizarre miscue where, miscue where he stepped out early. Uh, all of it bad. Follow a lot of Bears fans on Twitter. The jubilation of the Jets losing from Jets fans. It was the opposite with the Bears. Because this is where you are. It's the worst place to be if you're a football team, which is football purgatory. So you're going to miss the playoffs. You're, you're basically last in your division now tied with the Lions, right? You're not bad enough for a game-changing talent. Although by the end of this, they could be really bad. The Bears close with the Texans, the Vikings, the Jaguars, ugh, and the Packers. The Jaguars game is probably going to be gross. Good for me as a Jets fan, right? So what you're left with is you're going to fire Matt Nagy you're going to fire Ryan Pace. And look, we have to say it, even though we, every every show, every Pace mention, you could have had Pat Mahomes, you could have had Deshaun Watson, you took Trubisky. And so in a lot of ways, Sunday was like a microcosm of where you've been heading. But what you're left with is you're going to have to get a new coach. You're going to have to get a new GM. You have Nick Foles under contract. Um, remember that thing. So he's there, but he's not the answer. The good news, I guess, is that this is shaping up to be a really good quarterback class. So while you're not going to get Trevor Lawrence, you probably won't get Justin Fields. You could get a guy like Trey Lance or Kyle Trask or Zach Wilson, right? You, you, There's going to be a couple of options there if they go that route. But the Bears now are going to be kind of in that mix where they hope they, they need to find something. This is this is a complete teardown, what you have to do. And, and again, I'm a Jets fan, so... I can't rip anybody's teams for being tear down. Like we're, but we're there. We're tearing it down. It's hard to tear it down, and I think with this regime and with the, you know, Khalil Mack, there were such expectations for this particular group to see it end like this is tough. And again, this isn't a short-term fix. I don't think. Although in the NFL, you never know. If you could stumble into quarterback, maybe new GM, new coach, new philosophy, new everything. I, I think it's going to be a long road for the Bears. A lot of my friends, radio here. Uh, it's, it's people are ready. And I think it's time stock to watch thought about this one. Lo- love thinking about stock to watch. And I love, I, I like it with individual players. And I want to talk about Baker Mayfield. That's my stock to watch. Quite frankly, you could make a case that this is a stock up scenario, but here's why I want to watch it. First is his stats on Sunday in a really big win against the Titans, 25 of 33, 334 yards, four touchdowns. That team got out to a massive lead. Titans kind of uh, made a really good uh, comeback at the end, but quite frankly, it was pretty much over. Um, and, and Mayfield looked great. Now, the week before against the Jaguars, he had a couple of missed touchdowns that were just a, a, an atrocity, right? Just a couple of missed throws that were just really, really bad. For him to bounce back this week, I thought it was fantastic. Um, and I think he's, he's such an interesting player and it's, it's a personality too. It's very polarizing, came into the league with all this confidence. And I think people naturally kind of wanted him to fail. You look at his stats, 2018, okay. 27 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. He looked like a dude. He looked like one of those guys last year, 25 total touchdowns, 21 interceptions. That's when it started to turn. His team is great. I mean, they got nine wins. The Browns have nine wins, which is somehow not a bigger story. And Mayfield for the year, 21 touchdowns, seven interceptions. 
They've got four games left. Ravens, Giants, Jets, and Steelers. Um, he's on track to produce his most um, productive, least interceptions. You know, it, it could all change. And that's kind of why it's stock to watch. But I do feel like Mayfield's getting a bit of a bad rap throughout all this. And, and I get it. Some of those throws, some of the, the, the bravado and everything else, maybe people haven't let that thing down. His last interception this year, by the way, October 25th. He's gone five games without one. The Browns are 9-3. and three. As a Jets fan, they give me hope. The Browns, they have nine wins. What I'm curious with Mayfield, though, I mentioned those last um, four games. Ravens should be pretty interesting. Giants defense suddenly looks pretty good. Jets, Baker, destroy them, please. And then the Steelers. I want to watch him because I think there's still a ton out there for him. I think having Nick Chubb back, uh, Chubb back healthy is obviously huge, even though they've got the one-two punch there. Certainly interested to see how some of those re- receivers develop. Donovan Peoples-Jones, it's a travesty how Michigan was unable to develop such a really interesting player, having him to couple with Landry and even with Odell out. They've been excellent. So I, I want to see how Mayfield plays, but I can tell you this is definitely leaning more stock up than it is stock down. And if he continues to do what he's doing, people are going to continue to take notice. We're going to kind of appreciate his game more. Um, hopefully he eliminates some of those throws that seem to go viral where he misses a receiver by 20 feet. If he does that and he continues to play well, I think it's a pretty interesting balanced team, and I'm excited to see what Mayfield does. So he's a stock to watch. All right, there you have it. Little Jets. Got to try to squeeze some Jets in one of these. Um, really looking forward to the week ahead. Once again, follow us across uh, social media. Follow me at Kegs and Eggs on Twitter, and be sure to check out our gambling podcast. Myself, Marcus Mosher, been a bit of a heater, a bit of a heater of late. So we're hoping to keep that up, and we look forward to talking to you guys soon. Adam Kramer, over and out. Talk to you guys.